part of the conversations that happen around my kitchen table. He's John Branion and he's been a stand-up comic for more than 30 years. She's Amanda McKinney and she's been my daughter for her whole life. Our family believes laughter is a gift from God. We often discover it while discussing culture, faith, and family. So go ahead and pull up a chair, neighbor. Can I call you Carl? There's plenty of room here for you. Uh, guess what color? Oh, I don't think I don't think he can hear you yet. <laughs> guess what color? The new M&M is and why. I can't hear you either. Guess what color the new M&M is and why. There we go. Is it working? Do I have to start over again? No, you... (laughs) Did it work before? Can you hear me, Carl? I'm glad you're here. You set up my roadcaster and everything's wrong. I didn't set it up wrong. I did it perfectly. It's it's you that's not pushing the correct button. So what color is the new M&M? Do you know? Have you heard? Uh, Is it purple? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's female. Mm-hmm. It identifies as a female. So somebody's figured out what a woman is. And, uh, <laughs> and it is a purple peanut M&M. Is it actually a woman? Or they, they said it's, it it's she. it used to be a man. They said, <laughs> well, it's got, you know. It's, Does it's it have of, stubble? It's, no, no. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's as feminine and m&m as you've ever seen yes but you know that like one of the things about the whole trans community is that they like overcompensate <laughs> like mm-hmm. they go extra long eyelashes and right. extra well all of the m M&M, all of the female m&ms have pretty thick I long thought there was only one other one. no there's a green one right a green one right and then this purple one is female so right, that's why i said i thought there was only one other one mm-hmm you said all of the female M&M's. Well, but all of the female M&M's, it's not just one green M&M. Uh, there's millions of M&M's, and all of them are female. Oh, is that how that works? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And so uh, it's purple, and it's a, it's a female, and it is to help everybody feel included. Mm-hmm. Because those other colors, as you know, were making everybody feel kind of isolated and alone. This is what makes me think that they're going to reveal in six months that actually she was not born. She she was not born a male. She not, was born male and is now. Oh, she was born male and she was not. Transitioned she was not to female. Born, yeah, yeah. It could be. I'm after for it. After we've already eaten all of those purple M&Ms thinking to ourselves that these are just inclusive females, then they're going to go, ah, you've you actually tell. been consuming transgender M&Ms. You couldn't tell, could you? You didn't even know. They you passed. Know. That's right. what they call it. That's what they call it, passing, when you're able to to trick everyone, when you can walk right into the bathroom of your choice and nobody's the wiser. That's also what they call it when you eliminate M&Ms from your system. They call mm-hmm. it passing. Yep. So it's like kind to- of a pass on from this uh, topic <laughs> yeah we can <laughs> i was just thinking point. about it before we as as the music was rolling i was thinking about that purple m&m and how included i feel knowing that she's out there well if it's a purple m&m if she actually is female mm-hmm. then i was planning to have a conversation about her and about really femininity in general really womanhood in is general. this is this a weak uh, link to what you wanted to talk about. Are you are you no. figuring out a way to link my topic 
Well, to I really what you was, really wanted to talk about. I really was so that I'll say feel better. Womanhood is in trouble. I feel like every few weeks we have to just remind Carl of how bad of how bad off women are. Yeah, how bad the crisis. Because is. the culture would have us believe that women are doing awesome. No, the culture would have us believe that all of a female's troubles are because her boyfriend or her husband left her. And not because of the patriarchy. Yeah, the patriarchy causes all of her problems. It's not that she's okay. It's just so that the, all of her problems are not her fault. I thought women were great. I thought women were like they have careers and they can get rid of their babies that they don't want, and they can divorce their husbands, and they can own property, and they can vote. And I thought they were doing awesome. No, everything's bad. They they are all trying to find a way to handle their mental health, to take care of themselves. Right, but they can drive on public roads. They well, can get licenses. They can, and but they, they don't want to because it's businesses. dangerous out there. Every time they go out in public, every time they go out in public, they are having to carry weapons with them or else they're probably going to get What kind assaulted. of weapons? Mace. They oh, have to, okay. They have to carry their keys not guns. in their knuckles. They have to put their, key, their car keys in their knuckles when they're walking to the to protect them from just in case somebody attacks them uh-huh. yeah they have to like whenever they stop at a stoplight they have to kind lock of their lock doors their door and check their rearview mirror and everything yeah. because there's just because there's lots of people out there waiting to pounce on them and because they're women and you just never know when some pastor some pastor uh Doug Wilson. No, named oh. Mark. <laughs> when, oh. when Mark Gunger is going to post oh, no. something on social media. Oh, no. That objectifies. What did Mark do? Did he make another this. post about how he's got a hot wife? No, he didn't. Not this time. No. This was about how in the 1940s, they probably didn't know their swimsuits were going to be today's homecoming dresses. <laughs> <laughs> look. Look at that. There's five young ladies there with, with yeah, with like mini yeah. dresses on. Yeah, they were wearing. That's pretty revealing for the forties. Yeah, but it? those were swimsuits. Yeah, those were their swimsuits. Yeah, I get it. I recognize. Now, it. I know. I know what swimsuits look like in the forties. Yeah. So you got the mini skirt and you know the, but they've got straps. Back in the back in the forties, they thought that it was a good idea to wear more than your underwear when you went swimming. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so that's what they're. That's what they're doing. This this thing is not working right for some reason. Oh, there we go. It You're was turning the I'm, wrong one. No, no, I'm not. It was just. I'm not dumb. I'm sorry, Carl. I my headphones were not working. Sorry, now who now set up the roadcaster? I set up the roadcaster and I did it perfectly. <laughs> did it's it perfectly. not my fault that the connection was weak. So at any rate, hey, look, here's Colin. He just discovered Grandpa. Colin here. just came in and asked me the exact same question that Emmy asked. When did you get? When here? did you get here? Yeah. When did you get here, Colin? Look at those girls' swimsuits. What do you think of those? Ask Colin what he thinks of their swimsuits. What do you think of these swimsuits here? What happened? <laughs> did what he happened? say what happened? What happened? <laughs> what? what do you mean? What do you think? Are they different? <laughs> Do, do they look different than the swimsuits that don't you they look different see? Than they probably don't look that different than the ones he's used to seeing. That's probably Because true. all the women in his life wear one piece. You kind of wear a swimsuit from the 40s, don't you? I mean, I don't really wear swimsuits very often at all. But no, I know. But yeah. when you're like at the lake, you don't have a, you don't have a super skimpy bathing suit that right. you wear. Right, and at, at our banquet in high school, I had to wear a shawl because over the, your bathing suit, over my dress, oh. 
because the uh, bouncers, <laughs> the bouncers at banquet decided it was too revealing for my Imagine Baptist having, school. Having to swim in a shawl. <laughs> this this feels like it's going to take a while hard time to get. Getting, keeping my head above water because I got this shawl on my shoulders. Okay, go ahead. I won't interrupt you. Feels like it's going to take a while, while to get rolling. While here. you make a point. This was just one example. We have many to get to. Yeah, this is from Mark Gunger. This, that was Mark Gunger who posted it. But mm. down underneath that, one of the comments says, old people speaking negatively of the next generation really is as old as time. You'd think by adulthood, we'd have better things to do than talk smack about kids. What does that even mean? He, she, this person, it's, it's got to be a woman. Yep. This woman, woman is upset because Mark is making fun of of swimsuits old from the people, 40s no because old people are critical of the homecoming dresses now which has been happening forever since the beginning of time older generations have have picked on and talked smack about the next generation just right. for being different right and so this person thinks that this person has risen above it and is now sophisticated enough to where she's not talking smack about the next generation instead she's talking, she's talking smack, smack about, about the, older the earlier generation, generation. Yes. right right but she's talking smack that. about the generation that well, gave her life and that just got the conversation started like that didn't that wasn't even that wasn't even the worst colin and cammy and silas they were outside playing baseball uh, carl now. until we started the podcast and then they had to come in and see what Make was going on known. first of all they had to come in and marvel that i'm here but two of the four did. When did you get here? How is this possible? How is how is Grandpa in our midst? It was, that right there was absolutely just a testing, like, we're going to see where the line is right now. Like, all of them came in, and were getting they were getting closer and closer and to closer the mic, to the microphone. Yeah, to see if they were going to get thrown out. Yeah. And then they did. And finally they did. They like, did. Well, you found it. You were okay. looking for the line. You found it. All right, so... It, but Mark started a a conversation. Let's it's say it's really that way. not about Mark. I wasn't even planning to mention him because he what he didn't even get involved. He never well, we actually to, jumped in. We need in to at mention all. him though because he's been on the podcast. Right. That was why the only he's reason I decided to say it was because I knew that some people might recognize his name. But he didn't even he didn't even stoop to the level of responding to this. No, he doesn't. Usually, he doesn't usually respond to people who are idiots. That's yeah. in his words. So yeah, but. But we have some people down down in the comments who are literally say, okay, so that same lady got worse in the in the uh, replies underneath her original comment. So she said, usually happens. I guess short skirts just don't bother me. I just laugh because people are upset about it. I mean, the quote grown men in these comments are comparing teens to streetwalkers, and that's pretty pervy. But I just have to think about how pathetic they are to feel better about it i guess how pathetic they are to, to feel, feel better, better about, about it. it well they, that means, the but. reason that they're being compared to streetwalkers is because streetwalkers often wear very short skirts correct right but she's not bothered by short skirts no shrug no because uh because she's not pervy <laughs> right is that it so she's she's above it right we've so talked like about short this before. skirts and sexuality and uh, uh, any display of sexuality is 
She has transcended right. that. No, no. We've talked about this before where we've reached a point in our culture now, the point in human history where the people who are not perverted are the ones putting disgusting, trashy clothes on little girls. Those ah, are that's the ones right. That's right. I remember perverted. that now. I remember that now. The, yeah. people, the people who don't have any uh, struggles with sexuality or perversion are the ones who are the most sleazy. Dressing their and, daughters like streetwalkers. Yeah, they, yes. dress, they dress like whores because... They are not because fixated not perverted, yes. on on sex, right. and so they can do. They can wear. They can go to the beach in a, a bikini or or topless. They can wear nothing yes, to the beach be because naked. they are. They have transcended right. the because uh, they're not sexualizing. They're not their sexualizing themselves. <laughs> right. or their All they daughters. have to do, they can be as sexy as they want, and they just have to declare they're not being sexy. I am not being sexy, and, and you're this, the perv. And shame on you for thinking. In a sexual manner about my naked, <laughs> about my body, naked body on the beach in front of you. <laughs> that I have displayed for you. Right. Yeah. But 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 it, it got worse. And I don't want to read really any more of these particular well, comments. Well, this was your... You started no, no, no. this. Because we got more to get to. I have other examples oh, here. Oh, okay. But there were women down there who just ripped apart the only one who popped her head like up out of the foxhole. To hole. say, uh, wait a minute. Said, um, you know, as a mother with with sons, I kind of appreciate that there are still some parents out there doing their best to not send their daughters to high school looking like tramps. Like, I actually do <laughs> like that there are parents who still teach their daughters that they should cover up a little bit. That there is such a thing as tramps and they should not look like and, them. And they just ganged up on her, which is what mean girls do. They just, they, yeah. two or three of them started tag teaming and like, laugh reacting everything she said and right. just cutting her down personally. I mean, doing personal attacks against her. Right. Like again, she's the one being ridiculous because she's suggesting we should have enough respect for ourselves and for our daughters to cover their bodies. To, prov to keep boys from uh, leering at them yes. if possible. If there's any, if there are any steps that we can take to keep our daughters from becoming objectified by strangers on the street or on the beach or wherever. If there are any things that we can do, right. we should maybe do them. Right. And so, once again, the original original commenter who who started out just railing against old people for not being able to just get with was the Was now railing against a woman yes. who is of a certain she, age. She tags who, Rebecca, who's yeah. the lady who was like, you know... I've got boys. I appreciate that. I appreciate when you're careful with your girls. Teach them both is what she said. Sure. But but she says uh, to her, Rebecca, I've got boys, <laughs> and they will be taught. This is what they'll be taught. Listen to the. Oh, here we, I to can't the wait for this. Let me guess. Let me guess. They will be taught that uh, women do not exist for their uh, objectification. They're not going to just ogle. Um, they will be taught that a woman deserves respect no matter what she how is she wearing. wears yeah. how, what she wears right yep I have seen pretty woman loved it as a kid you remember the woman women in the department store who treated her like dirt when she was trying to buy expensive clothes some of the people in the comments on this post remind me of those ladies mm -hmm. in a movie and uh -huh. being old isn't an insult it means you aren't dead but she actually did use the word old as an as insult. an insult right. so. Um, but she's forgotten that she's, she's, she's moved so on she's now forgotten. she's moved on as we've t discussed before these are not people who are necessarily building an argument right, they're not, not connecting uh, all they're of not her connecting many thoughts. their thoughts they're yeah. just shooting 
off at the mouth for a moment of good feelings. And if this, if what I say this moment doesn't make me feel good enough, then I'll say something else possibly completely contradictory to what I just said and hope that I'll feel better then. Women deserve respect no matter what they are wearing. That is patently false. Yes. It is. Patently false. Actually, if you want to get strictly biblical, women don't deserve respect no matter what they're wearing. (laughs) Well, it's... (laughs) Technically. No, no. And let me clarify, we are supposed to give respect for human life for those made in the image of God no matter what they're wearing. Right. Um, Which is what I think she... That's what she's trying to say. Yeah, that's what she has bastardized a bit by by corrupting and turning it humanistic. Right, but the the respect is something that you also have to have for yourself. And when there's a reason that they say that those women are dressed cheap. There's a reason that that phrase exists, because they have no value in themselves. And so when you dress yourself up like a cheap whore... And then you demand that people treat you like something other than a cheap whore. Right. You're, uh, you're deluded. You're embarrassing yourself. You're, you're embarrassing yourself. And this yeah. is the conversation we should have with a 13-year-old so she doesn't grow up to embarrass herself as badly as this lady in this comment thread is embarrassing, is embarrassing herself. herself. So did you make a comment to... I, I did. Oh, here well, we go. Well, not directly to the lady. I just said... Oh, this is the thing that we do from time to time in the comment section is we talk to, about these people without talking directly to them. Thanks, oh, Luke. Oh, I wasn't even Luke talking... Luke just brought me some coffee. I wasn't even talking about them per se. I was just agreeing. I just decided to agree with everything that okay. they were saying. Okay, go <laughs> I, I know where this is going to go. Okay. <laughs> so I jumped in there and I said... This is called sarcasm. As a cool mom? (laughs) (laughs) What? I'm a cool mom. (laughs) I don't appreciate the... The laughter. I just know that you, I know that when you say as anything, whenever, whenever you say as a thing, you're, you're mocking, as you're a mocking, cool mom. you're mocking the cool moms, but go ahead. I am going to spend all my time scolding those old people on Facebook rather than scolding my daughters. Why should my girls be in trouble? There's nothing sexual about the lingerie I'm buying for them. You pervs. <laughs> The problem is that that's almost exactly what she said. I know it was you're actually just, took me forever. You're to just write putting this. a finer point on it. It was harder. It was hard to put a finer point on it. Like yeah. I was trying to compose this thing for a good while because I realized, oh no, oh, I no. can't I amplify. I can't satirize it. I can't amplify enough to really drive it home because they're actually going to think I'm serious if right. I'm not careful. Uh, <laughs> but I went on. That's a cool mom. Let me tell you. I said, let me tell you. These strangers on the internet, they need a mama bear like me to give them a few verbal spankings. But I would never actually spank my own child because that's abuse. (laughs) Here's today's mom lecture. Today's lecture, grandparents did everything wrong because they were old and old is gross. (laughs) Doing things the old-fashioned way is always bad. (laughs) Old is so gross. Old is gross. (laughs) All you old people should feel it's ashamed. so gross to be old. Shame on you for being old. Uh, I the old-fashioned way is always bad. That's why I'm letting my daughter's boyfriend move in with us. That way, I'll be able to help take the baby bump pictures, and it will help me feel young and non-judgmental forever. We can stay up late and do each other's nails and eat ice cream out of a tub, and we'll never tell each other we're doing anything wrong. 
We saved that for the boomers on Facebook. <laughs> she was calling people boomers, by the way. I didn't read that comment. And then went on to say, old isn't an insult. Right. Uh, last paragraph. I'm so, so, so glad we've evolved past the belief that adults should be in charge and that private parts should be covered. Thanks to absent fathers and dads who've been scolded into silence, we cool moms behave can behave exactly like the rebellious 14-year-olds forever. Heart. Ever. Heart, heart, heart. Hashtag girl power. Yeah. <laughs> Did you put girl power in Yeah, there? hashtag girl power. <laughs> Right there. Down with the patriarchy. Because. So did you get any responses to that? Yeah. Juan DeVivo did a spit take. <laughs> okay. <laughs> of course he did. He gets it. He liked did it. Did anybody else who, who's yeah. not an insider? One person was like, love, love this. Mm-hmm. Somebody else said, are you serious? But she had a, a grinning face. So right. I think, I think she was suspicious she was that suspicious I was not serious. That, that was. But, but satire. yeah, it occurred to me. As I'm reading these ladies absolutely ripping to shreds other women on social media, I'm like, you wouldn't talk to your daughter this way. And that's the whole problem. No. All that's of right. that mother that's energy that you're spilling out on this thread, tearing into this woman you don't even know, should be spent lecturing that 14 you year old. Be and you're afraid your of her. You're yeah. afraid of her. All that, all that power that was given to you by God himself, you are wasting instead of using it what it was given to you for. It's like a man using the muscles that were meant to protect his, his family. To beat his wife. To punch somebody in the face. Right. You're out on social media delivering all of your lectures to the to these strangers because, because it's pent up and it's got nowhere else to go because you're shirking your responsibility when it comes to your high school daughter. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. It, it, I was watching it happen and going, wow, if you spent half this amount of time actually being a mother to your daughter, the world would be a better place. Well, there is a possibility. Now, stop me if I'm wrong. I may be completely off track here. But is it is it possible that the daughter of this person, if mom was to land on her mm-hmm. with that ferocity, Yeah. That she would back down? Would that would is that the daughter would? Would the daughter would the daughter be intimidated by the queen bee mother? Um, when she was three, four, five years old, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And but she you think it's be. too late by the time she's thirteen? Yeah, by the time she's in high school, she's become isn't what there her sort mom of a made peer her. pressure? Isn't there a peer pressure and, and the the dominant female uh, gets the others to fall in line? Can moms not tap into that or is it is it too late? Yeah, it's it's hard to it's it's hard to describe. The what really should happen ideally is that the father stands up to the mother when she's being too soft on the children. And really what happens in the healthiest situations I've seen is the mother is sort of she's got that mama bear ferocity everybody's so proud of. She she's willing to go after her own family, but in but with a spirit of love because mm-hmm. she genuinely believes that that's what's best for them. And then dad only steps up to tell mom, okay, all right, that's far enough. Yeah, <laughs> to your corner. But what's happening now is she's turning <laughs> to her, your neutral corner. She turns her claws on the men. Uh, these women are all just absolutely getting crazy. That was Colin. It wasn't me. <laughs> he came in, took a big drink from this. What is this? A fifty-five gallon drum of water it's, you've got here? It's big. And it's I think giant. he backwashed it. He backwashed it, yeah. and then he slammed it down on the toilet on the uh, table, not Go the toilet. Go dump that out in the sink, please, and fill it with clean water. Clean. <laughs> Thank he, you. he tainted that entire 
yeah. jug of and then he belched i was gonna i was gonna bring that up i was gonna say well we the the circumstances now are that if dad was to say anything to the daughter what well, they used to dad used to shake his finger and say you're not going out like that upstairs right. and change right and now he would get in trouble with both the daughter and the mother right. for being an old curmudgeon a funny daddy and yeah and for sexual life, being a pervert, yeah, would they actually call him, would they actually say he's being a perv um, if he did that? Possibly. It's By this point, what's really happening is that the daughter is being shuffled back and forth every other weekend to two totally different households. Uh, like mom and dad don't even have much interaction. And when they do, each other. they hate each other's guts. Right. Um, so there's a lot of things. There's a lot a, of things, that, may be lot of things that are causing you to say women are in dire straits We're women in are in bad shape the state of womanhood is, is even though they good. can vote and drive cars as i've pointed out well they're still not doing okay yeah and and what i have said and i will say many more times after this we are talking about the fatherhood crisis as a culture mm-hmm. as well we should i am not denying that that the men in the United States. Are to blame for women not doing okay. Well, they're, I wouldn't say they're solely to blame, but I wouldn't, I'm not going to deny well, that they need to have some lessons learned. But you could say themselves. that, and the women would agree with you. that It is the men's fault. Right, and that's and, why the women are not doing okay. From a certain standpoint, it's true. The fathers are uh, willing to acquiesce and roll over. Well, but women... Women should be able to sympathize with that. Women should understand why husbands slash fathers slash, you know, the, the men in their lives don't want to have to fight with them. It's the same reason they, they sh- don't want to fight with their high school daughters. Right. Same exact reason. Right, but they don't. You, I mean, you say they should understand that, and perhaps they should, but they don't because people are idiots. People don't think about stuff. And it's much easier to just yell at somebody when you feel bad than it is to think about why you feel bad and then potentially realize, oh, I feel bad because I'm making mistakes and mucking things up, and yeah. so I need to change my behavior. Right. And it's easier to just yell at dad. Right. Well, it's easier, and also, like, they don't, they literally do not have any other coping mechanisms. They do not have any context for this could be me, it could be my problem, it could be something I need to fix. And right. that is a huge disadvantage. If you're a human being trying to grow, Trying to mature. We used to call it maturity because mm-hmm. old wasn't a, an insult. <laughs> it used to be that old right. and wisdom It used to be that together. old meant that you had some life experience and right. people would actually kind of ask you questions and hear what you thought or about some stuff. some foolish, sophomoric little What was it kid. like when you were a little girl? Right. Yeah. Well, not, not just what was it like when you were a little girl, but how did you become the less silly more demure, more how reserved, be- more self-controlled person that you are now. How did you become a, a citizen with some uh, wisdom and some right. character? How, how did that happen? Right. How but did it, you go from a screaming crybaby? And the answer is, once upon a time, men and women both realized that they were sinners and that they had issues they needed to deal with. Mm-hmm. And now, uh, now we still have a situation where men can be uh, criticized or convicted about things and can be held accountable. That's the phrase I want. Men can still be held accountable for certain things. Mm-hmm. There's certain things that we acknowledge men should not do. Right. But when it comes to women, all of their worst behavior is actually encouraged in the name of compassion and understanding and community. And authenticity. Authenticity. Being your true self. 
your true self is a horrible shrew, nope. and so embrace it. <laughs> no, it's not. Your true self is always a really great, loving person, and everyone else just doesn't understand. <laughs> They're putting too much pressure on you. So I read this. I shared this with you guys this week, so you know this one. Uh-huh. I took a screenshot. I read the first line and went, oh, no, this is not going to go the way it should. It said, there once was a mom who was called a nag by her partner and her children. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember. I, you sent this to us in, uh, to Luke and I in Telegram. <laughs> and I was like, And the first line, uh, to, I, I want to I let Carl know and you know that I read the first line and went, and had a similar reaction. So I've been around this stuff long yes. enough now to where I'm catching on. And it's like, there was once a woman who was called a nag. And like, here we go. Yep. This, this is, is gonna not going to be, be, this is not going to be a come to Jesus moment where we read the Proverbs about how contentious that women she are. she was a nag. Yeah. And she no. apologized to her family. No. And she begged God for forgiveness. No. Okay. No. Go ahead. Heavens no. So um, she swears she once saw the dog roll his eyes too when she was complaining about dog hair on the couch. <laughs> I would love to train a dog to roll his <laughs> eyes when the woman talks. The truth is, it would be nice if someone else thought about everyone's schedules, making doctor's appointments, packing lunches and snacks, buying gifts for birthdays, keeping track of what groceries are running low, everyone's mental well-being, vacuuming the crumbs off the kitchen floor. <laughs> It'd be nice if it didn't all fall on her. It would be nice, wouldn't it? It would be nice if she didn't have to carry the whole family and then they could carry some of their own weight without her reminding them 10 times. Oh my gosh. And it's at this point that you realize, oh, I'm being nagged at right now. Right. (laughs) Right. They were right to call you a nag. You are a nag, Karen. I will, I will get a little, I, I get a little ruffled whenever anybody suggests that they are doing all of the carrying yeah. you know in the family i'm doing everything and everybody else is doing nothing and it's right. like that is very difficult to believe right that it's, everybody well, else is doing nothing and it's one thing to say it feels like this because i think everybody gets to the end of their rope occasionally where they're they're believing those lies that sure i am the only one who ever does anything around here mm-hmm. so to say it feels like this is true is something i've actually tried to encourage my sisters and my children and other other women, especially in my life, to get in the habit of saying. Just put it feels like in front of your nagging statement. Yes. Yes. Call it the whirlwind or call it that, you know, call it the spiral or the snowball or whatever you want to, you want to call it to identify that thing when all of those things are swirling in your head, your, the schedules, the doctor's appointments, the lunches. It was runaway horses with Cammy, wasn't it? Yeah, that's a that comes from the Wilsons. Mm-hmm. They they would describe them as emotions are horses. They can be your friend, but you've got to tame them because if you let them run wild, they can kill you. They yes. can kill other people too because they're just big and heavy and, and powerful. Powerful and, and they run fast. And they don't steer themselves well. Yes. They need you to be in charge. You have to be in charge. So so, so yeah. what did this nag say? Is that is that the whole Well statement? it's that's a good that's the gist of it, but it never it never gets better. She isn't, says, "Isn't it funny that horses are also called nags?" I just made that connection. Oh, are they? Yeah, I didn't know that. I'm yeah, not a horse old, person. An, an old nag is a is is an old. Well, there's that word again. There's old, old and broken down and a little gross. It's called a nag. A horse. Mm-hmm. Hmm. No, I didn't know. We just we just made a connection here. This is important. I'm gonna put that in the title of this podcast. What? Nag. <laughs> somewhere. Okay. It'll go in there somewhere. I'm sure it'll be good. 
I'm ahead. hoping, I'm not fact-checking you, so I hope that that's true. Well, um, old people know stuff like that. Okay, so Used anyway. send that nag to the glue factory. Anyway, she says um, she doesn't do it herself. If she doesn't do it herself or delegate those jobs, then it won't get done. Excuse me, I hiccuped. And then when they finally do make the bed or clean up their room, then they need to be congratulated or applauded or they won't do it again. While for her, it's expected and hardly noticed. As she's tired of telling everyone what to do, she's tired of praying that her partner has the same urgency and level of care she has when she asks him to perform a task. Oh, that's a big one. And Lord help him if he doesn't. Tired of her partner agreeing to do XYZ to, quote, help her out when it's his house too. Tired of telling everyone to do the same things they should instinctively do. Uh-huh. And being fed up when one of her uh-huh. children or her partner calls her a nag because she doesn't want to micromanage. She just wants to get everything done for the people she loves most. Sure. Her family. Her family. It's all for them. The end. And she so whose fault is it if they don't have the proper instincts? Is yeah. that their fault? Or is it her fault for not instilling those instincts in them? Yeah, no, but but instincts aren't something you instill. She she literally thinks that the way that she feels about housework and all of those things is the proper like default human position of things. Like the way right, that but she, where does it come from? From just either nature or God, depending on whether you're a religious. But she's or not. mad at the people who don't have those instincts, and right. it's not their fault that no. they don't have she's, those instincts. She's saying they're broken. They're defective. They're not behaving the way that a defaulted human should right but these are the people that she loves the most right shouldn't <laughs> well, she, she shouldn't she have some compassion for these poor broken people who said. can't help their condition she nags them because she cares and loves them and what i said to luke when i was on a roll after i shared that with you i said this needs to be discussed more because this is 100 percent what happens when a man slaps his wife and says i do it because i love you uh-huh a hundred percent same motivation, same rationalization, right. same abhorrent behavior, you and then justification later. Yes. Right. You made me do it. This is for your own good. Yep. Right. But nobody knows that. Women don't know that because they're literally not told. Like this is. Well, we're telling them now. If you go to the comment section, this is a screenshot, so I didn't actually link to the original post. But if you go to the That's original post. That's a great picture post, too. This got this woman who looks like a, like an angry little 13 year old girl like a troll yeah she looks really angry looks and like then there's a guy a who looks like he's trying to console her standing behind her he's got his arm around her and he's well, kind of too little... little too late she oh, told him okay. to do xyz and he said he will to help her out and those were the wrong words right because he should have already been helping her out instinctively and <laughs> only she's allowed to say really rude things and claim she's doing it to help others out He's not allowed. He's to say not allowed that. to do that. Yeah. He's not even allowed to say really kind and nice things. <laughs> but if you go to the comment section, you will not see a single negative remark. Not one. So you didn't comment under this one. I did not. <laughs> I did not. There's not a single person saying, "Wow, this actually does sound pretty naggy, and maybe we should get a grip a little bit." Because they don't know. Because they're, they're, they are they're surrounded uninformed. by this so much that, yeah, they think that this is just being a good friend. What do you do when a woman goes, goes on a tangent like this? The one thing you do is you don't pile on more. She's obviously under stress. She's hurting. You give her a virtual hug. You tell her you hear her. You, you see what she's trying to right. say. And you where understand. did they learn that? They learn that from other women. They other learn women. that from each other. Yes. And so they're all, they've all passed the rules back and forth to one another. And they don't work. Nobody's actually feel any better. No, they're getting worse, I'd say. But they don't talk about that because uh, 
because they're blaming their families, right? right? I mean, they feel worse and worse and worse, and it must be because their stinking families right. are not sympathizing with them and not understanding them and not intuiting what it is that they right. need done. So the solution is to ban the word nag because she doesn't like the way that feels. Unless you're talking about a horse. Unless you're talking about a horse. You're not allowed to say that word because that must be part of the problem. Right. She doesn't want to be called a nag. Right. Because just like her daughters don't want to be called sluts and prostitutes <laughs> right. for the way they dress. Right. She doesn't want to be called a nag when she nags. Right. So the solution is, th there is no solution, right? Because there's no amount of penance that anybody in her family can pay. Right. Because the debt of gratitude that she is owed will never be paid right. well, they can't even, possibly even genuflect it, and prostrate themselves she, she even said even when they make their bed or they pack their lunch or they you know do their laundry now she resents having to tell them thank you and good job right like, that, that's my point <laughs> yeah. my point is there's nothing that they can do to to make amends for this right. they are it, they are completely without hope of ever being forgiven Right. And finding themselves in her good graces ever again. She doesn't have any good graces. Right. They, there, there is no good side for this family. Right. And so the situation that these people who she loves more than anyone else in the world <laughs> find themselves in is they are going to constantly be uh, her enemy. Right. They're going to be, they are going to be the reason that she is suffering. All the time. All the time. There's there's no behavior that they can invoke. There's no uh, there's no apologies that they can give. There is no they cannot uh, whip themselves. There's no self flagellation that they can do right. that will ever make them uh, well, worthy of her. But there is compassion. But there is hope. There is, there is hope. And I have to tell any any Carl any female Carl how do we how, I forget how we handle this Carlina Carla maybe anybody who's listening. Who is like, oh no, you know, that's. Oh no, I'm a nag. That's me, I'm a nag. It's like, okay, this is where I get to be the bearer of good news. This is where I get to say, so am I. This is going to be, this is a moment that you're going to want to write down, Carl. So because is the every Peaches other is woman. never the bearer of good news. She's never the bright spot. I just need you, I just need people <laughs> to hit rock bottom i just need them to be humbled enough to <laughs> that's go, the peaches i know oh no you know they're cut to the heart and they're like well then what should we do that's when aha there's a crack in the door that into which i can insert so, so part of part of the bright news. spot part of the bright spot is oh my gosh that that tightness that sinking feeling in your gut that says oh no i am I'm awful. I was that's, just complaining about my kids and husband yesterday. That's the you know, beginning yeah. of the of the light coming back on. Yeah. Okay. There's hope and there's good news there. The good news is if you still have the capacity to feel bad about it and you don't immediately run to Facebook to justify right. all of your terrible behavior, that's called That's grace. good news. Right. That's God. That's God saying, right. aha, do you see this? This agrees with what I've said in my word. And you should have sort of a, a light bulb come on. He, this, this is the opportunity for this light bulb to come on. Yeah. So. Well, you should feel understood, right? Yes. Because God said this stuff 
thousands of years ago. Yes. And so if you're if you're looking for someone to see you, if you're looking for someone yes. to, to understand to understand, to get you. To get it. Yeah. It is it is God. He yes. gets you. He gets it. And he said it's better to live on the corner of a roof of the house. <laughs> than inside rather with a than neck. inside when you're on one of those tirades. We all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> we would be better off outside on the roof than listening know. to you rail about how you do everything. We all know. It's to the point now where if I'm in the middle of opening my mouth to let all the words come out, I'm like, oh no. <laughs> Inside my oh, head, no. I'm going, it's going to be hard to stop this one. <laughs> you know what your first words out of your mouth should be to your family is, you guys might want to go get a ladder. You, you might want to <laughs> turn and walk away for a moment. Somebody, somebody get the ladder. Uh, uh, I'm yeah. about to let it go. You're going to want to spend a little time on the roof. You're going to want to get up onto Burn higher it. ground. Yes. Because that's better than being in here with me. The fact is that the fact is that the family can't fix it, like you were saying. They can't apologize. They can't do enough chores. They can't, you know, understand enough to fix the fact that women have a sin nature too. Right. The they can't, they can't thing, even take enough abuse. They can't right. even they can't even take enough nagging to where eventually you're going to wear out and go, okay, right. I'm done with that now. Right. That and that actually it makes it worse. And and I will insert right here that like last week Jared Longshore posted a, a short video about complaining mm-hmm. about how you shouldn't complain. That's that's not a thing that that Christians should be known for. And right. everybody does it sometimes, but but you also should be working to mortify that part of your flesh. And down in the comments, one, it was a dude this time, I think. The guy was like, yeah, but this is just completely unreasonable. And, you know, surely God doesn't expect me to make it through. Taking care of my aging mother, she's got dementia. And my and my dad and I will just explode if we don't complain sometimes. Oh, my gosh. It's so, this is, this is why we need comedy. This is why we need to have comedy training. To complain about a post about complaining yes. is that's comedy gold. He said, he if he said, knew what he was doing, I would literally explode. This is this is impossible. <laughs> I can't not complain. Impossible. And even people. My complaint is I have to complain. I even tried to offer that there was a difference between seeking counsel. Like it, 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 we're not saying you should never talk about things that are going, you know, badly. Sure. Like you should. Sure. We're not saying you have to just button up and never reveal that like you're struggling with a thing. Right. But there's a difference between seeking counsel and complaining well and it complaining too this is in my book by the way you can you can bellyache and you can gripe about things if you're funny when you do it that's one of the reasons that god gave us comedy and it it matters who you're talking to it matters who you're complaining to the people in your family that's where complaining uh belongs I'm, i'm not trying to undercut uh Jared's. Yeah, but you kind of are. I, well, I'm, I am, but but there's a difference between genuinely complaining about things and making, uh, bringing to light struggles or things that have happened, negative things that have happened to you for the right. for the purpose of laughing at. Yeah, them. but I I think that you're talking so far advanced stuff that it's gonna just. Give well, that's the why I have a podcast, Peach. I think so it just gives I the complainers can... the green light. I don't think that 99.999% of people who are complaining are able to do it without actually sinning. I think well, most I don't of think them that, are. I don't think that the complainers are listening to this podcast. That I might think be true, I but... think they tuned out when you called that lady a nag. That so. might be true. <laughs> 
<laughs> that could be They're gone. But the same the same God who makes it possible for a man to come to realize that, oh, I'm a deadbeat who, you know, I'm, I'm abusive. I'm, I'm beating my wife and there's no excuse. Like the same God who would make mm-hmm. that possible also can convict and then redeem a nagging woman. Sure. But first we have to acknowledge that she exists. You have we, to acknowledge that, that nagging is, that is word. wrong. Yeah, we and, can't and, erase the word nag. We can't erase the word slut. We can't erase right. the truth about our own bad behavior right. just because it's really, really hard for us to confront and, it. And you don't erase it and you don't confront it by yelling at someone for calling you that. Right. You know, when you when you get mad at a person who tells you that you're being a nag, that's not confronting it. That's right. not uh, that's not going to help the situation. Now it yep. it hurts. I I guess I understand that when somebody points out a when well, somebody points out a mistake, it's never that's it's never thing, fun. That's another thing that Brooks Gibbs can help them with because Brooks is constantly re- reminding people that criticism is an opportunity and that's that it true. benefits us. That's and the true. only way we grow, literally the only way a human ever grows, is with at least some measure of discomfort enough to make them move in right. the right direction. There was a there was a time when we were younger. I, I guess I'm speaking only for myself. I don't know what everybody else's situation was, but there was a time when I was younger when criticism, quote unquote, was a thing that I expected. Like right. when I was when I was doing my handwriting, for example, I expected that my handwriting was going to get raked over the coals. Because I could tell by looking at it that mine didn't look like the teacher's. And so criticism was expected. But somewhere along the line, we get to a certain age and we don't think that we should be told when we're making mistakes anymore. Well, right. The experts are literally saying you should not tell children that they're making mistakes anymore. Yeah, okay. Well, then that's... (laughs) part of the reason that that we're not doing very well but there's if if you actually have an expectation of criticism if you go if you go into life expecting that when you do something for the first time for example you're probably going to suck at it yeah rather than rather than i'm going to do my best and all that matters is that i do my best and that i get appreciated for doing my best well it's like well no your best sucked and so if you want to do this thing and get credit for doing it well, then you're going to have to practice it until you get better at it. Practice putting on a prom dress that actually covers your chest. Yeah, cover up your chest and cover up your <laughs> practice, butt cheeks. Practice, practice, practice. practice. It makes perfect. <laughs> practice dressing like something other than a whore. Like something then, not from Pretty Woman. And then, and then after, some, after some time, eventually people can say, Without lying, you could say, oh. You look lovely. You don't look like a slut. <laughs> you look classy. <laughs> you look classy. You, you look, look very together. nice. You look uh, you look pretty. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm sad that we're past 45 minutes because, because I had one more Because you had more example. to do? Well, I had just, I had one more. Oh, go ahead. I we'll actually just, was going to. I mean, Knox just dominated last week's podcast. Yeah, I was We could not. <laughs> We just couldn't. We couldn't get him to stop. We couldn't get him to stop. That's, That's the problem. He's used to doing like eight-hour podcasts. Something and so like that. He starts talking, and he's like, I know we got to do 45 minutes. He goes, is it okay if we do this? Are we okay if we do that? So go ahead. Take a few extra minutes. We gave we gave some minutes to Knox. Well, Peach. I was going to bring Cammie in here, but I guess she doesn't even necessarily need to be here to retell the story. 
But just last night or the night before, we were in the car coming home, mm-hmm. and the radio was on. And do you know Delilah? I do. Delilah. <laughs> I can't stand that radio program. It's so bad. <laughs> it just it grates on me. Delilah encompasses toxic femininity. Oh, my stars. And then uh, the worst part about it for me, I, I don't listen. I, I, I heard it a few times like driving. I'm not a, a listen to the radio guy anyway, but it, but she came on while I was driving. And I heard it a few times and I'm like, I can't believe the people listen to this. The guys that call in are yeah. just are worse. I, I sort of expect it from women. When the guys call in and talk like women, I just can't even deal. But. Yeah. So she's a DJ who like plays songs for people when they make requests and things. But, but they like call in with their advice column type questions. And then she gives them, you yeah. know, her perspective on things. It's just my two cents. But, but it's always horoscope stuff. It's all, yeah. it's always, everything is positive. Everything is going to work out great. Everything is, is well, going upward. Well, even if, if that were the case, if it was just sort of generic kindness and positivity, I might almost be able to forgive her for that too. But last night we tuned in just in time to hear her saying, I didn't hear the question, but I heard the majority of the answer. And the answer Delilah. was this late, this lady was talking about her daughter and Delilah tells her, well, what the thing is that she has found her identity in you since she was first born. And ever since she was a little girl, she's found her identity in you, but she is going to have to go her own way and make her own path and find her own goals and her own dreams and build her own life. Because then when she's 18 and 20 and 26 and 45, she'll be able to know that she can do it without you. She'll also be all alone. <laughs> She's got she to do it. she will be an insufferable witch <clears throat> who has no compassion or empathy for anyone else. She's got to do it. She's got to Let go. me play a song for you. And then she said, I'm going to play a song for you. Like The yeah. mom is like tearful. She's like, you're right. You're right. I don't, want her. I don't want her to be a decent human being. Oh, I want her to, to be self-obsessed. She needs to be a narcissist. She needs to be a narcissist. <laughs> a self-obsessed and selfish uh, prostitute. <laughs> and then she says, I'm going to play a song for you and your baby boo. And she turns on a pink song. <laughs> Which actually was pretty perfect under the circumstances. Yeah, it was. And so I turned it off in disgust. I was like, nope, not listening to that. And Cammie's like, what? And so I said, well, she was just telling that mom that she needs to, you know, basically push her daughter to go and and live apart from the family and right. be make, making decisions that are different from the families. And it's, it's individualism. It's yeah. that rugged individualism that is so popular now in the West, in the United States. It's like, you do you. And it doesn't right. matter what anyone else says. It doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. Right. All that matters is what you think and what you do. And if it's right for you, and if it makes you happy, then who cares what your mom thinks? Who cares what your dad thinks? Right. Who cares what the church people who think? Who cares what Mark Gunger thinks? Thinks. Who cares what Mark Gunger thinks? If he thinks he can see your butt cheeks <laughs> and he doesn't like it, too bad. If Mark Gunger doesn't like your butt cheeks, <laughs> you go out and do your own thing. You yeah. go, girl. Yeah, and so then I said, and that song was by an artist called Pink, and she does not love Jesus. She loves herself and makes no bones about it. She actually says, I love me. You know, I'm all about right. me. And she has a daughter that she's encouraging to just think about herself. And Cammie goes, 
What? <laughs> Why? So, so this was a completely foreign concept to your 11 year old yeah, daughter. Totally. And I, that's why I told her, I was like, yeah, you need to know that, that this type of thinking exists. Like yeah. you've been in your bubble where we actually care about where, each other, where we tell you that the opinions of the people in your family matter. matter. Yeah. And, and you should you think have of to others. be subject you have to subject your will to your parents yeah. and to a certain extent to your siblings. Yeah, yeah, I tell them all the time, are you thinking of just you or are you thinking of others? You because if you're others? only thinking of you, it's not going to work out. Right. If it's only fun for you, that's bad. Oh, that's so. That's such good stuff. And, and we bump, bump up against it from time to time with people uh, outside of our family when they when they say things to us like well you know we're just going to back away for a while and yeah. take some time to ourselves and it's like no you're not well, <laughs> you're not going to we've got examples from extended in-laws <laughs> yeah. that that will, will actually say well you know my daughter I've done the best I can with her but she's 15 now and she's got I want her to go and find herself she's just going to she's going to cut herself far from the family and go find it's like no you're I not I want her to go away to school why? Because I want her to go find herself. Right. And it's like, what? That, why Why do you assume that herself is not right where she is I think it's because, with you guys? I think it's because the parents of the parents did a really lousy job of teaching well, sure. that generation This is, generation this what is generational stupidity. This <laughs> doesn't come about in one short lifetime. This takes, this takes decades to become this stupid. How do you explain that to a person? How do you say to a person, listen, all of your parenting instincts are terrible. <laughs> you were taught wrong, and now you're teaching them wrong. Well, if you're in our family, you just come out and say it, but not everybody has the same resilience that oh, we have. But, That's why this podcast exists, so that you can... And listen in on it from the safety of your own <laughs> cloistered uh, podcast listening area. And we're talking to you, but uh, but it's safe. But we don't know that we are. We don't know that we're talking to you. So you can, <laughs> you you can, can deal triggered. with this in your own time and uh, and then get back with us. When you when you finally sort it out, Carl, and you realize how right we are, drop us a note at nextdoor at johnbrandy.com and let us know how much you appreciate us. <laughs> thanks for visiting the comedian's house if you want to spend more time with our family you can follow john branion on youtube and facebook also email nextdoor at johnbranion.com with your comments and questions we'll see you next time